Yield farmer, you're not so dumb. You snow me, I go play him. Licky bomb bomb down. Take the man that says the dumb you snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky bomb bomb down. So, <laughs> welcome people to a new episode of Savage Cash, or should I say, Savage DeFi. Here with me, your superhero of cryptocurrency, Ye Old Superman. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at two potentially really hot DeFi tokens. These are cryptocurrencies. DeFi is the biggest space at the moment. These are cryptocurrencies you really need to keep an eye on and consider researching to add to your investment portfolio. Because DeFi is undoubtedly going to be the area of cryptocurrency that, get, that gets the masses in, certainly in the interim, until something even more accessible comes out. But DeFi is the biggest chance right now. I was just explaining it to my son and he absolutely loves the concept. So, if, if, if a 14-year-old can love it, then anybody can. Now, what we are going to be doing is we are going to be firstly looking at what's happening with Bitcoin. Then we're going to touch on Ethereum because some big things have been happening with Ethereum. And then we are going to be moving to DeFi altcoins. And then what I would like to ask you to do is if you want me to look at anything and make sure that you super chat me and I will definitely look at it. Now, let me just make sure that I am actually live. Yes, I am actually live. So let me just share this, and if you could do so too, and just smash up ye old likes. And if you haven't or yet, make sh and if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe because this is the place where you do not want to miss DeFi altcoins because the ones I've been speaking about literally have been going nuts. Anyway, so at the moment, where we are with Bitcoin is is that we appear to be from a slightly long from a um a more wider time frame is that the Bitcoin price appears to be in a descending wedge. Now, typically, a descending wedge uh, is a continuation pattern, which means that if it's during an uptrend, then it would mean that the, the price, uh, the crescendo anyway, is likely to break out. Now, if it's during a downtrend, it is likely that the price is going to go down. Now, the basically, the floor of this appears to be a 30,000 zone. Now, we've hit it once twice actually once twice three four times right once we've gone quite underneath it uh having gone to an all-time high with bitcoin now essentially speaking the closer we get to i suppose february <laughs> the and the longer that we stay within this descending wedge the worse it is i suppose what's needed is a breakout now as you can see here getting to the top it broke it it, it um failed to break out so therefore, Bitcoin, in my personal opinion, is still bearish, even though it is showing recovery from the other day, where it was 29,000. Now, Ethereum is a different, different story altogether. Now, Ethereum appears at this very moment anyway to be in what looks like a bull flag. Now, this is a good sign. Potentially now, Bitcoin. Uh, sorry, Ethereum has hit a new all-time high in the last 24 hours. It went up to uh, $1,480. Now, considering that Ethereum was once upon a time $1,448, it is absolute all-time high. We are in new territory when it comes to Ethereum. Ethereum is essentially what drives DeFi, right? At the moment, anyway, it's what's driving DeFi now. With Ethereum futures. Coming next month, CME, Ethereum futures coming next month, I imagine that this bull flag will actually play out. And then what will happen is they'll actually break out from it at some point and that it will possibly go to new heights 
before anyway ethereum futures now from that point whether it continues to spike because of futures or actually does what bitcoin did in 2017 and essentially completely completely crash is for us to discover right but i know which way i think it might possibly go so let's have a look and see actually let me just say hi to some of you if you are in already so you've got Jake the Red, JMSLFC, Karen Westgate, evening to you, Sberkow7, Jamie Harvey, Sobi, Ash, USA Local SEO, Geek Pro Technology, Celtex, Shyam, Caliboy, DVDL, Crypto Preaching Pedro's here, glad to see you here, Pete B is here, Patrick Stock is here, Dan964 is here, Sando TV. Good to see you guys. Let me just make sure I don't ignore those at the top. Sarah's here. Lindsay Clark's here. Red for Danger. Katie Watt is here. So, there we are, people. Good to see you. Hello, hello. And Lizzie Gardner's here. And SeaWorld Future. Great. Lovely to see you all. So, I hope that you've been very excited by the cryptocurrency market of late because it has been absolutely incredible. If you've been looking at your you know, your deltas or your portfolios recently, then you will have had you know, some incredible sites, actually. Now, let's have a look and see what's happening with the normal top 100. So, Horizon, Elrond, and Pullforth. I think I saw BitBoy did a video on Elrond yesterday, so it's probably pumped it. Uh, Icon, Hedge Trade. And Icon, funnily enough, is getting closer to that dollar mark. Feta has was recently under two dollars. That's a good spike. Ocean's two X. Get in. So let's have a look at the losers, the big fat L's, essentially. So Curve, Tor, Sushi, Verge, OST, Ren. That's surprising, actually. So basically, all DeFi and synthetics, Yearn, Finance too, and RSRs there as well. Let's have a look and see how. Supos God tier coins are doing now. This has had 367 people following now, which is incredible. So if any if any of you want to and have not yet been able to follow the God tier coins list, I have just included it in the chat. All right. So anyway, let's have a look and see what's doing the best. So this is what I love to see. Get in there. So Linear is doing incredibly well. Darwinia is doing really well. So it's moved into the top 300 now. Ocean, I've just told you, was excellent. One inch. I didn't even notice that. $2.50. That's incredible. Solana gets up towards $4. Utrust is still thriving. RSK is doing well. Matic Networks doing okay. Um, anything that... Hedera Hashgraph has not fallen down too much since this enormous spike the other day. Polkadot is kind of consolidating at the moment. Neo still doing okay. Avalanche is consolidating well above $12. Injected Protocol is at a bit of a stalemate. Uniswap is at $11, people. Uniswap is at $11. Insane. Plasma's down a bit. Final Network's down a bit. Some of the low-cap coins are down a bit, actually. And Polka Cover, too. Um, indexed is not on here. Look at how DeFi is performing at the moment, though. A 45 billion market cap. Do you remember back in, I think it was around about 
April, May 2017, when I was first bringing you videos, this was the market cap of the entire cryptocurrency market cap at that point. And that just shows you how big DeFi actually is. It's 28% of Ethereum's value, essentially. Uh, unbelievable. Actually, is that even right? Because it's 160 is Ethereum's market cap and 45, so it's more like, 30, yeah, it's about 28, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Super, your math is not as good today. But Linear is doing fantastically well. So proud of Linear. So, how are we doing for the old likeage, people? Let's have a look. So, we've got 429 likes. We need to get up to 200 likes to talk about the first item on the agenda. And yes, I do like to do that these days. Let's just have a look and see how Indexed is doing. Because Index was doing really well. And then it had a bit... Oh, it's still okay. $7. That is still t near 2x from when I spoke about it the other day. I got it at 380 on Friday. So it's still, yeah, still doing well. Now, indexed, what I've noticed, and I'm not actually doing this at the moment, is that the actual, um, well, the, <laughs> okay, this has changed my mind somewhat now. So basically, these are the two indexes. Indexed is basically an ETF. It's like investing in an ETF, essentially. Now, if you invest in an ETF, like most people in traditional finance do, when they see potential worth in an asset class, so like a Bitcoin ETF or a crypto ETF, essentially you are investing in a basket of assets, okay, which uh, range from maybe low to high risk, low to high market cap, they can range from, you know, they can be different items in that basket. But essentially, it is to hedge and make money overall. Now, this yesterday, because DeFi was doing so incredibly well. SushiSwap was at an all-time high. Bow Finance was just absolutely rocketing. And Uniswap went over $11 for the first time in a whatever. And, uh, and these DeFi coins, basically having a stake in all of these DeFi coins led to, I believe this was about 16% yesterday, and this was about 20% up yesterday. So actually, you know, buying at dips, like, I suppose like this time, because this, this was worth definitely $65, and this was nearly $50, is that investing in a basket of DeFi is like really what I consider to be a really good index. And this is the only place you can do it as an ETF. And I haven't got these yet, but I think that this um, foretells that uh, index finance... It's quite fantastic, actually. A really good, um, I think, good speculative investment, especially as they are the same guys who invested in this cracker, essentially. This 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 80s-inspired cracker, which I think is just awesome. And they've got very, very similar interfaces, actually. So I think that considering that 88 miles an hour is now 34 million market cap and indexed is like, what, 6 million market cap? I think this this is way more to travel just to just to touch the likes of 88 miles an hour, which is also uh, a, a very low cap. Um, in fact, it's still a micro cap cryptocurrency. So how are we doing on the old likeage people? We've got 150. Terrible. Let's take some questions then. In that, in that, do you think that API three will get into the top 20 in this bull run? I don't think that they're going to get into the top 20 necessarily. Like, that's not my play with API 3. I'm not necessarily investing in API 3 because I think they're going to be the next chain link. Uh, I'm investing in API 3 because it's a Oracle uh, infrastructure in, in cryptocurrency that has a good enough USP to be distinct 
from Chainlink. It's not just another Chainlink. It's not like a, a um, you know, a, a poor man's Chainlink, like most of the others, like Dia, Dot, uh, not Dot, Dia, um, DOS, and Band. Now, API 3 is like a power player, in my opinion, that has been found very, very early on by us. Now, I don't foresee that this is going to be top 20 necessarily, but I would like to see this in perhaps the top 50. Because I think that they've got enough of a USP in the Oracle space to be a good player. I don't necessarily see them going into the top 20, but I would love to, of course. Remember, people, we've got 488 people in the house. Smash that 490. Smash that like up so I can get on to the first uh, cryptocurrency that I think has got real potential. I think it's going to be one if you don't know about, then honestly, you're going to kick yourself. Paid Network. I think it's just launched, actually. I think it's just been um, launched on Uniswap. It's, you can't actually find it on here. Um, but yes, Paid Network. Uh, let me just find Paid Network. Let's have a look at it. So Paid Network is a way of automating business transactions with smart contracts. So smart agreements for all your business needs. Now, from what I have looked at, like the research that I've done into them, they are not backed by any of the big venture capitalists. And they have Ivan on tech as an advisor. Like, really? So let's have a look. Kylin is something... Is I am actually paying close attention to Kylin. Um, but there's no, there's no big investors in here. So that, to me... That's not necessarily saying that's the be-all and end-all. I don't look necessarily for something that's just got whale investors or top cryptocurrency venture capitalists. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that that gives me the confidence that this is a game-changing technology because venture capitalists, the top, the top eight anyway, they do not, they do not invest in gamble. They don't gamble. They do gamble occasionally, I suppose, but it's very, very rare. I mean, they like to bet on sure things, right? And when I say sure things, that means there's a potential, almost guaranteed Binance listing, almost a guaranteed Coinbase listing down the line, right? That, so they want to make sure their money travels very far at the price they get in. And the technology is stellar, right? Now, the fact that nobody really has invested in, nobody of note, um, in my opinion, is a little bit uh, of... Uh, d stops me from being like properly, uh, you know, bullish on this. However, it does appear that they have got some partnerships going, um, and it certainly appears, you know, with with Chainlink and, and Tomo Chain and Kylin, etc. And uh, it looks like they've got, you know, some a background, I believe, in their team and advisors from some reputable banks and cryptocurrency exchanges, and also some really big startups, Microsoft and Amazon. But they've got Ivan on tech as an advisor. Like that to me puts me off completely. But it shouldn't necessarily because, you know, things like, um, what's it called? Uh, Unibright has done well having Datadash as an as a advisor. So, you know, it's not, it's not going to kill them. But I don't think it's very good potentially. I don't think it's excellent. So this is just launched. I don't know what the price is at the moment. If somebody wants to tell me in the chat they can, I would be more than happy to have a look. Um, opinion on Rigel Finance. Rigel 4. Hmm. Let's have a look then. Let's go to Coin Gecko Edge. 
Let's have a look at Rigel. And this is just before I get into my first cryptocurrency because I can see that um, we've now gone over. Right, okay. Incredible, actually. This is for the, the market cap. It's 4x less than the trading volume. It's gone up 60%. There's 5,900. Seriously? Let's have a look at this. Rigel Finance. Okay, so the all-time high of this is 229. Five days ago, it's 25% down on that. With a supply like that. Right, anyway, let's have a look. So, Rigel Finance. I've never actually heard of it or know a thing about it. But it just sounds pretty interesting. Rigel Finance, exchange farming and staking, deflationary farming. Get rewards by farming and staking Rigel. Okay, list your token at Rigel Wallet. Rigel will be listed on seven exchanges. So, so they offer yield farming. They offer staking. Um, liquidity pools, a wallet. It's a deflationary cryptocurrency, apparently. $70 in their first phase of pre-sale. So those people have already made not very much, actually. Like, really, only a 2 and a bit X. And 90, uh, not even a 2X yet. So if anything, like, how old is this? Is this new? Like, I find that if... I, I need to research this properly, because that can't be right. 6,000 tokens in max supply. Like, that just can't be right, surely. And it was $88 at some point in the last 24 hours, and it's just spiked up. So what's caused the spike? Like, I wouldn't know. So let me just have a look and see if any of the... Uh, let me have a look at my... Um, whale investing app <laughs> which a lot of a lot of you have actually asked me about um so yes there is going to be a point where i will add this either to um my current cryptocurrency investment course 2021 or i'm i think i may be likely to create a DeFi course because i think that might offer a little bit more value and be more distinct so anyway so i don't know quite what's caused this to shoot up I don't know if there's anything on um, Medium. doesn't look like there's been anything updated on it recently. So I think maybe somebody's spoken about this or something. I don't know. To me, it looks like just another one of those. There's nothing that makes it distinct or particularly investable. Um, but that's just on a very brief amount of research. Uh, any more questions? Just to make it a little bit more interesting before we look at the next DeFi gem? Um, what do you think about Glitch? Has Glitch, um, properly launched yet? Glitch Protocol. I think I may have spoken about this last, did I speak about this last week? 673,000 trade volume. Glitch was just so majorly hyped, and now it seems to be, uh, it, it seems to have massively dropped 22 cents when it first came out to now nine cents. Has something happened? 88 million market, well, max supply, and it's only nine cents. Like, that seems like it's just crying out for speculative. It's a blockchain agnostic super protocol, purpose-built to facilitate trustless money markets. Right, let me just have a look. Let me consult with my whale app. 
and just check out if, who invested in Glitch. They don't necessarily always make their, um, you know, big investors don't normally necessarily um, make all their investments public. Uh, and they get in later, so that's not to say that it won't eventually come out in some form. A glitch isn't on him. Like, they, it just hasn't even, it's not even there as a, it's not even there. So that says to me, let me have a look. Does it say anything down here? It's an entirely new code base. Um... Scalable consensus, layer one, delegated proof of stake algorithm, low latency, high throughput transactions, uh, profit sharing vault, automatically share revenue with network participants, okay, token wrapping, yeah, basically wrapping as wrapping uh, an asset and uh, and basically staking it. Uh, decentralized exchange, GEX, it's a decentralized exchange, so what the hell's gone on then? Why has this fallen? It looks good. It looks worth investing in as a as a speculation, unless something looks uh, unless something's quite massively wrong. Anybody knows anything? Then of course share the wealth. Um, glitch is a glitch. <laughs> Maybe too late to get into Polkadot. No, it's not. I mean, it's not too late to get into Polkadot uh, over the you know over the long term. You know, it's a little bit like, let me just try and find an example. It's a little bit like, I suppose, oh, bear with me. I need to swallow. I'm not swallowing properly. There we go. Right, so Uniswap, right? So there were probably people who bought Uniswap when I reviewed it, and it went to it went from like $4 to like $8. And people probably bought $8 and thought, oh, I've bought too high or whatever. But actually now... Like they're safe, they're in safe territory, right? Now they're in profit. So over the long term, it's not too late to get into profit into Polkadot, Lisa. Um, what I would say though, what I would say is that based on Bitcoin, and there is a sense of coupling. I think that Ethereum has a chance to decouple from Bitcoin momentarily in the run up to the futures launch. But Bitcoin, I think, everything will kind of follow Bitcoin in the on the whole. Which means that should we get closer to February and Bitcoin actually dropping through this, this floor of 30,000 and actually going to what I predicted to be into the low 20s or certainly mid to low 20s, then I think that Polkadot will have a much better buying opportunity should that occur. Um, but if you don't want to wait... If you don't want to miss out, let's say if it goes up, uh, you know, between now and then, then dollar cost average into it is the best. I wouldn't, don't take a full position, just take a speculative position at first. Happy Monday, Super. Thank you for the NDX call. Bought NDX, start doing passive income through CC10 and D5. Very excited about it. Thank you very much, A Lesser Ivy. I think it's, I really do like indexed a lot. Um, it looks very interesting, I've got to say. And, uh, and I think is a good passive income generator from a very good group of assets there. Like, is DeFi top five? Like, look at that. Curve Uni, Ave, which it just seems to be going from strength to strength. Don't know how, but it does. Compound and, and, and synthetics, which is a powerhouse anyway. So, yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong, I don't think. But thank you very much. What do you think of reserve rights? 
Not a lot. I think that I think that there are better opportunities in the DeFi space because reserve rights is in the top hundred already. There's 358 million market cap. I would prefer to speculate on something that's got potential. Investor um, uh, have had well investors involved. So anyway, so how many um, likes have we got? So 229 likes. So that is not bad. So right. So. We need to get to the next one, right? I'm going to share with you another one if we get up to 400, okay? So, anyway, so yes, yeah, so just smash that like button. It's a very nice thing to do. Anyway, so the one I want to bring you bring to you right now is Tidal Finance. Now, Tidal Finance has not yet been launched, okay? They are going to be launching their public sale soon, I believe. Now, Tidal Finance seems to be what its name suggests. It is causing a tidal wave right now, certainly in the institutional or the crypto venture capitalist um, space, right? I know quite a few getting into this, and it's like, at the moment, insurance appears to be this huge thing. And, you know, we've got Polka Cover, we've got Cover Protocol, and Cover Protocol messed up. Um, I think it was... Uh, back in December or something. But Cover Protocol messed up. And uh, and Polka Cover, <laughs> they messed up the other day in the video, even though it, it probably is quite innocent, but it was really bad and unprofessional timing on their part. But Tidal Finance looks like it could be one of those, it could be the project to get insurance right. So what I like about Tidal Finance on the face of it is because it incorporates everything that screams money right now. So it is insurance, which is trending. It is DeFi, which is trending. It is Polkadot, which is trending. And it has got big eight VCs in it. Big eight crypto venture capitalists. It is, appears to be a slam dunk. In my opinion, this is a potential slam dunk, right? Now I can't, can't clarify that until we have a base price to go against. I think that this on day one is going to go bang. Right, it is going to shoot through the bloody roof on day one, and the time to pick it up will probably be after, uh, or at the token generating sale, and probably do a quick flip. But long term, once this calms down, goes to a low, yeah, goes to a lowish market cap. This could be the one to take big time, take a big position on. So, what is tidal finance? Well, essentially, what it's doing it is it is solving the pain that is out there in traditional finance, in DeFi, in um, decentralized finance. So at the moment, if you have any financial problems, if anything goes wrong, you know, in the, in the traditional world of insurance, you have got somebody to contact, right? If, if, there's, if there's a scam, if there's a hack, if there's a leak, if there's a phishing email, if anything happens that puts your money in jeopardy, there's someone to go to. You go to your bank, you go to the insurance provider, you get it sorted. In DeFi, you don't have that, right? And DeFi, with um, yield farming, with impermanent loss, uh, with all the various unaudited code, smart contract code out there, the ability to lose money in DeFi is so high. It's a $100 million business, this is. It's a $100 million damage business, right? Hundreds of millions, have been, nearly $200 million has been lost in the DeFi space since it started last mid-last year. Pickle. Nexus Cover being amongst the biggest hacks that have taken place. And what is the what is the security there? How do we get security? 
This is where tidal finance comes in. So essentially, the liquidity pool owners can create asset cover on the liquidity pool, essentially, to protect against the hacks and the potential, well, the smart contract scams or hacks that can take place. Furthermore, users themselves can get cover and they can yield from having their asset protected. So there's a reward there for the users. So there's the asset coverage, both for liquidity pools, it's cross-chain as well, cross-chain asset cover, and it's for users. So the normal person can get cover on whatever they are staking in order to be able to have it protected. So if the pools aren't necessarily doing it, now the reason why pools would want to do it, liquidity pools, the, the, you know, people setting up you know, um, um, funds or uh, uh, businesses setting up liquidity pools to generate liquidity for their particular project. How do they attract investors? The way to attract investors to go into something that's new and potentially untested is to have it insured, right? So that is where Tidal Finance is likely to have the biggest waves in cryptocurrency because this actually prevents against the DeFi hacks. It's very, very, it seems anyway, very, very zeroed in on the DeFi area, which as you can see is a $45 billion industry. This could make it, you know, basically protected, right? So it's not yet launched, but it has got Neo Global Capital. It's got Genesis Block and it's got Kinetic, which are three biggies in, I mean, Genesis Block, were the first people behind lin uh, linear lena right they know their sh and i'm telling you um they and obviously ngc which is neo's uh, investment arm um like startup investment arm and then kinetic and uh, i know you know two of the guys the two big the two like um senior managers or partners of kinetic and uh, they really don't invest in crap so I think this is going to be a potential hot launch and a potential hot long-term cryptocurrency. Now, at the moment, there is no market cap, but it is expected to be a low market cap to, de to deliver, you know, kind of value for initial early investors anyway. Otherwise, what is the point? But that information is not public at all. What I would recommend you do is if you are interested in Tidal Finance, I certainly am, I'm really interested in this, and I haven't got a private sale allocation, unfortunately. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm personally interested in this. What I would recommend, if you, if you are interested in this, then I would recommend joining their Telegram group, or at least their social media channels, and having an understanding of when the public sale is going to happen, because I think it's going to be happening soon, and it's going to be announced in their Telegram group. So a lot like Bondly. So I would definitely get into this, uh, because this has potential this this actually solves an enormous pain so there we are people what do you think of tidal finance let's just have a quick show of hands yes or no yes or no i would be quite keen to get your initial uh kind of i suppose opinion on it can you take a look at reflector please 12 percent of all transactions are redistributed directly to holders you just buy a bag watch it grow in your wallet easiest way to earn Compound interest, reflector finance. Okay, let me have a look at that. Reflector.finance. Salagadooda, Richard the Buddha, hippity hoppity hoop. Right. So let's have a look. Yes. Yes. Is it similar to Reef? No. Yes. 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 Sounds great. Yes, Defo. Yes. God, basically, it's a, it's a clean sweep. It's a clean sweep of yeses. 
So what do you think about Cocos BCX? Uh, I was in contact with um, the one of their marketing people. So I'll, let me, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Um, yep, sounds good. Great project, Slam Dunk 2.0. Yes. Reflector is ready for boom. Okay, so 12% redistribution fee instantly delivered to all holders. Is this actually currently available to buy? Reflect Finance. Yes, it is. Got 374. 23 million market cap. 250 per token. Where does that put it in the grand scheme of things? 28% down, 21% down on its all-time high, but 2,600% up on its all-time low, which was only in November. Jesus. Um, right, okay. So anyway. 12% redistribution fee delivered instantly to holders. Each transaction has a 12% tax applied to it. And once, all, once the transaction is made, the 12% token tax gets distributed to all reflected tokens instantly. There's no need for stake, staking or time locks or any of that in necessary inconvenience since everything happens on the fly. I think the thing that's like going to make DeFi projects really... Um, I think what's going to make them absolutely explode is accessibility. Like you don't have you don't have convoluted and confusing steps in between getting your rewards, like yield farming rewards. How about Bridge Mutual? Seems to have hype around insurance. Yeah, Bridge Mutual. I think um, they they are doing a few things, aren't they? Doing also NFTs or something like that. Um, linear price prediction. Thoughts on DeFi prediction markets? Because I've had two five dollars. I didn't I, I didn't ignore them. Thoughts on DeFi prediction markets? I think DeFi prediction markets are fun. I think a lot of whale investors play them. Play them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know PlotX. I don't know PlotX. Linear price prediction. I think that Linear, what I've always loved about Linear, right from the beginning, is that Linear is, in essence, a, a, a micro-cap version of synthetics, right? It may not have the optimism roll-ups, of synthetics it may not have the big whale capital going into synthetics but neither did synthetics at the very beginning like it took a long time to build up now linear i think is only going to explode from this point i mean look at how um you know band dos dia all of those oracles performed when Chainlink performed when it had its big run in august 2020 like all the oracles blew up right now synthetics has brought a lot of attention to um uh, liquid assets like when i first spoke about linear back in november or september last year like nobody knew what synthetic assets were like people were just like saying superman what is linear like explain it i don't get it what's li what's liquid assets and all that and now all of a sudden there's a big appreciation for it because of how synthetics has performed and it's bringing a lot of people's attention to Linear. Linear is well connected as well. That's what I like. Uh, they seem to be um, talking to the right people. Um, and there's potential. This is going to blow up much further in future. So this could easily be, I think I said 25 to 50 cents um, like last year. And uh, I maintain about 50 cents at its upper limit, probably, which would be uh 15x on where it is now so 15 times well whatever that is so that would be 
385, be about 500 million market cap, could be, could be. I don't see why not. This should go into the top 100 one day. It's getting really good hype. It's brewing nicely at the moment. Uh, it's Reflect, not RFI. Reflect. Oh, ah, right, Reflector. Right, okay, right, got you. So it's up 13% today. Uh, 12, 12 million market, 12 million tokens. 12 million tokens? Nine currently out, and it's only 10 cents. But look at the volume. The volume is dire. Basically, th so so what I was looking at, RFI, which was like rank 300 or something, this is like nowhere, right? So, but what I do like about it apparently is that it's quite accessible. How are we doing on the old like spikeage people? I do want to bring you another one. We're on 294. We've got 100 likes. So we've got 639 people watching. Smash up that like. Why the hell not? Uh, 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 uh. Let's get off that. Right, so. Any, what other questions have we got in here? Uh, band protocol. Shite. Um, well, do well. Let's face it. Band protocol will do well. Like, because of chain link. Badger, did somebody say, oh, bow. Bow. Bear with me a sec. Bow finance. Let me have a look into this. So, bow finance has actually shut down quite a bit. So Bell Finance was like 7.58 cents recently. And this has tanked to eight to six cents. I mean it's not like tank tanked. So what what it is about Bell Finance is basically it's got quite a good roadmap. So there's like good and bad. There's good and bad. So on one side it's unaudited and it's a one-man team. On the other side, it's one of those foodie it's really low market cap foodie cryptocurrency. We know how sushi, pancake, banana, well, pickle, it's not a good idea. But, um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the like have performed. This is basically, in essence, same kind of thing. And it's currently on a dip at the moment. So they're going to be doing synthetic asset, do synthetic assets on all these various exchanges. Margin trading lending pools on uni and sushi. So, but it's a one-man team. Now, is a one-man team good? Sometimes, yes. You know, I'm a one-man team and I'm doing really well. But other people need need a team. You know, other, most of the YouTubers that you see have a team. And they do all the research and the YouTube is just the front man. Whereas I'm everything. I do everything. I do research, uh, investing, and the, obviously the presenting. So, you know, so sometimes a one-man team, if, as long as that person is uh, very, very, um, what's the word? As long as that person is quite skilled, learned, um, uh, clever, then, you know, there's no reason why it can't do well in the future, but the risk is higher. So, yeah, Bell Finance, I think, was good at two, like, 0.00, what was it? 0.0002. If it gets higher in market cap, I'm least likely to, to do that. Uh, right, how are we doing for the old likes, like spikes, like spikes? 320. 
you know what? Uh, I'm going to tell you about it anyway, all right? Because I think that now could be a kind of good time to get in because it's on a bit of a... It's on what I would call... It's been in a bit of a slump recently. So, Staffy, all right? This is rank 460 on CoinMarketCap. Now, if we have a look over its maximum period, this was 246, and it's quite promising. I think, Staffy, is quite promising. It's got 1.5 million trading volume. It's a 13 million market cap. It's mid-center between its uh, latest low and latest high. It's got a 100 million max supply. And only 11 million circulating supply. And it's $1.25. So what is Staffy, in essence? What Staffy is, is it's a network essentially where you can stake um proof of stake cryptocurrencies and from that unlock um rewards by staking so basically by staking on this platform you will unlock the r token which can be sold in essence uh r fizz i think it's called so this is the first DeFi protocol unlocking liquidity of staked assets. So Staffy is short for staking finance. Now, I have seen um, that this has got a pretty good team behind it. Like quite, um, what's it called? A, uh, a versed in cryptocurrency team behind it. So they look, they look, I think that this is, and it's a Polkadot as well. This is a Polkadot cryptocurrency. So this is one of those really low cap, not really exploded yet DeFi coins that has a, what I believe, a really good rewards a rewards mechanism for people who stake on Staffy. Essentially getting this RFIS token. So I think that this could be poised, not necessarily yet, but could be poised for going up dramatically in value. Uh, so yeah, so I think I think this one's got really good promise. So I brought that one to you today. Hope you appreciated that one. Someone just said, could you have a look at Nord Finance? Three dollars forty-seven. Two hundred ninety-nine thousand trading volume, which is not incredible, in all honesty. 1.7 million market cap. Very low. This I saw shooting up the other day. Um, so bear with me a second. Let me just have a look and see. So this has been one this, recently. 15th of January. $1.72. $3.47. So it's 2x from that. But it's $1 down from its all-time high. I don't know what it is. But I have seen it. Um, let me just have a look at the... 1.7 million market cap. Oh, okay, there we go. So let's just leave that one. That is a put. That's a put off, in my opinion. But anyway, yeah. Looking for looking super low market cap. One of Polka Starter's IDOs that hasn't properly pumped yet. There could be a reason why. Falcon Swap is a really interesting one, actually. Uh, I plan on doing a proper review of Falcon Swap. Now let's have a look. This has got 2.45 million volume and it's only 8 million market cap so let's have a look at this so this has been 44 cents and 6 cents right 
and currently it's at 24 cents. So it's 4x from its all-time low and a third down from its all-time high. Uh, this, I think, is a is a potential beauty. Okay, I think that this is basically really, this is um, like Uniswap, but faster, in essence. But I'm going to bring you, yes, yeah, so layer 2 protocol on Ethereum. So I'll bring you... Uh, I'm going to bring you a video on this in the future, actually. But this does look like it could be good for the future. Really good for the future. 8 million. 8 million. I don't think that you can go far wrong there. Polka Bridge. Uh, I don't know Polka Bridge. R.I.P. Whiskey. Ah, <laughs> oh, Harry's here. Good to see you, Has. So what do you think about, ah, yes, Coco, Cocos. Saw this exploding recently. Now this I understood was like a gaming operating system. Cocos token reduction plan. NFTs, NFTs. So Coco, Cocos BCX, fully named Cocos Blockchain Expedition, aims to create an integrated multi-platform runtime environment for games, providing developers with convenience and completeness in the game environment, bringing users a whole new gaming experience, presidented gaming status. I think this is a this could be a potentially hot NFT play. Let's just have a look. So 32 million mark cap, not as good an NFT play. $1.16 recently, so it's gone down like... 40%, 30 percent, 30%. 4,000 on its all-time low. I spoke about this with, oh, I've forgotten her name, but she used to work with Neo. She was like Neo's marketing manager, and uh, I used to speak with her, and she told me about this. She told me she wanted to get me involved in it. And look at that, 4,000%. She's. She's is basically all I've really got to say on the matter. But anyway, yeah, this could be a good NFT play. It was probably better earlier. But I think the reason this has gone up is because NFTs is going to be huge. Follow with 100x easily. Probably. Um, why is nobody talking about click? Is this DeFi click? It's because nobody's ever invested in it. Like, of, of, of note. For starters. DeFi click. And plus, from what I've seen, it's currently, oh no, not so much now, I suppose. 8%. 48% down in two months. It's a shit name. DeFi Click. Like, what would you call your project that? And I was looking at it earlier, and it was like, there's no there's no space after the comma. Should be under collateral, comma, space collateral. It looks like it was put together by a five-year-old, which means to me that I don't really trust anything on here. They've got Charlie Shrem as an advisor, which is interesting. But anyway, yeah, that's probably why nobody's talking about DeFi Click, because it looks like infantile, I suppose. I'll say one more question. NFTs is just pictures or Pokemon cards or something super. How can it be that big? No, it's not. It's collectibles. So essentially, it could be anything. Um, it could be anything, like digital real estate, digital artwork. Like, what was it? There was something recently. I think it was Rick and Morty or something. That was like a... NFT for sale. Hold on. Let me just have a look. NFT 1 million ether or something like that. 
Rick and Morty, here we are. So Rick and Morty creator sells NFT art collection for over a million dollars in Ether. Like, it's... Like, NFTs is going to be really big in the future. Like, basically, in getting either involved in uh, an NFT platform, i.e., like, let's say, for instance, a game, a company that creates a game a bit like Roblox, okay? Now, the in-game currency of um, Roblox is Robux, right? So, that already has instant value. People want Robux, right? And then you've got in-game items like, like uh, luxury houses, luxury cars, luxury skins, luxury pets. All of these things have massive value. Like, they have, because they're scarce, they have massive value. Like, they're one-offs sometimes. Now, if you're, if it's a one-off, and there's loads of kids that wanted, like, a, a Roblox item, which was a one-off, then they, they would ask their parents to pay God knows how much for it. And some of the rich parents probably would buy it. So, NFTs has got, has got a huge base. At the moment, nobody's doing it, you know, brilliantly. Um, but what I would say is, is that in this is going to be massive, a massive area in uh, in cryptocurrency. Like I don't know why, like most uh, game companies haven't really jumped into this. Zenfuse, could you look into Zenfuse review Zenfuse? I might do. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't just review anything. I review what I think has either promise or is extremely hyped, and people want to know if it's got. Um, potential really a bit like wise token and everybody was like oh superman cover wise cover wise cover wise and i covered it and found it to be the the pile of shit there actually is <laughs> now no disrespect i hope i hope that anybody invested in wise does well out of it right okay uh one more question have you heard us crust no i won't have that as my only picture uh, my only question though Tell us about Union Finance. Don't know a thing about it. Special Pokemon card, I guess, if there are such things. I play. I used to play Pokemon Go. It's, it's uh, you know, if, I think if 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 Pokemon created, like, let's say the the people that were licensed to you know create characters or whatever, um, created like a super duper Pokemon that you could only get one of this card, right, or two of this card. Like, can you imagine the competition? And how much it would, how much they would eventually fetch for, like it just it it, it beggars belief. And but it's not just owning like one NFT item; it's fractional um, ownership of something. Let's say a property, right? You can almost split the property into various parts. Let's say the living room, one bedroom, bedroom two, bedroom three, uh, bathroom, <laughs> study, and you could essentially collateralize those um you know collateralize those behind an nft you could essentially sell them as part of an nft like an nft could be a bedroom one and it costs x amount like real estate could be going that way in the future like nft has a much wider like scope than like let's say pokemon cards or or, or digital cards or or anything like that i mean it's just, it's just but nobody's doing it incredibly nord finance no it's not a no-go i'll probably look at it next time I'll look at it next time, but that obviously wasn't good. How much you LUSD have you bought? I don't actually know. I need to look into that. I haven't checked it out recently. Uh, Economize doing Ecomai is doing NFT. They were doing NFT like two years ago, and they they effed up. Euler Network, Euler Network. That's not even there. What is Euler Network? I don't know what it is. Um. Uh, 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 phantom starting to moon. Let's have a look. 
Well, Phantom have uh, have um, they've changed, haven't they? Have they somewhat changed? Like, have they become DeFi? Yeah, Phantom Finance. Yeah, yeah. Look how gorgeous that looks. Looks a lot like the um, linear exchange, actually, like linear platform. So, uh, yeah, Phantom Phantom is a bigger opportunity than it used to be. No wonder it still maintains the top, what, like, 130 place. Oh, uh, it's not out yet. What? What is it? Um, what was it you just asked me to look at? Euler Network. I don't know what. I think I've heard of that before. Uh, you, uh, UOS. I think that UOS is why... Um, I think it was, like... I think people just go mad on NFTs one day, and UOS and Coco, um, Cocos 3X or NXD, or whatever it's called, I think they just spiked at the same time because NFTs, people were just taking a speculative play at the same time. I don't know what Euler Network is. Let me just have a quickie look, because that rings a bell for some reason. Euler Network. Blockchain native... Oh, derivatives exchange, is it? Is this the right one? I imagine it is. Visit our docs to find out more. Hedging gas and network sharks. Okay. That sounds interesting. It sounds really good, well, I think. It's derivatives. Derivatives, that looks like a kind of C CDFi to me. That looks that looks like CDFi, which uh, is obviously very sexy, potentially. Right, I think that is it, people. Thank you very much for um, all of the uh, fantastic likes. I appreciate that you've supported um my video today really do uh also i appreciate um all the super chats so everybody who's super chatted thank you very much um if you haven't already there's still 600 of you just before you go just just leave a like yeah just leave a like like i watch videos and i hear people saying leave a like and i am watching it too intently to think about liking it that i just don't think about pressing that thumbs up but if you could it'd be very very helpful i'd love it and of course, it is the main way to unlock, you know, me to talk about DeFi projects. So, uh, not today, but normally. Anyway, people, hope you enjoyed. Hope you got a lot out of today's episode. Um, and let me know, put it in the comments after this video. No point doing it now. Put it in the comments after this video. What do you like in DeFi? And I'll have a look at it. Because there's power in numbers, people. Power in numbers. Anyway, thank you for turning up. It is lights out, all out.